0: One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor, and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible.
1: Welcome to One Decent Pastor. Hey, good morning, mm-hmm. fellas. We're live. We're alive. Yes, we are. We are alive. And and that? Yeah. Yeah. And the hills are alive. Wow. <laughs> the hose. Is, the hose is alive. The hills, The water. The water hose is making noise outside. Hose. Yeah, you yeah. might
2: hear some weird like frequencies like this behind us, and that's this hose, man. We
1: God. got some work yeah. going on outside. Yeah. For some
0: reason, and when the hose is running uh, or on, it makes these really strange. Almost sounds like a dental drill. Uh, so, if you see it, so it's kind of a pleasant like, sound you're saying. It almost yeah. sounds like a <laughs> demon tormenting to <laughs> or, or that. No. Yeah. yeah. But if it comes through, sorry. But
2: yeah. hopefully
1: it doesn't. It does sound like a drill. So. Yeah. But I think we'll be all right. We're going to do this anyway. Who cares? That's right. There it's it is. interesting that that demonic sound, given our topic today, mm. like yeah. the problem mm. of evil, that's <laughs> why we picked it. Mm. There you go. And we have. Evil sounds happening. Yeah, we have a
0: a light topic today. Just
1: super light.
0: Super easy to talk about. Look, I I think
2: we've been needing to address this for a long time, but none of us have wanted to. It it comes up a lot. (laughs) It comes up a lot and it's come up specifically several times in the last like couple weeks in my life personally with with people. Yeah. So it's like I I I think maybe maybe it's time. Maybe God wants us to talk about this. So it it is gonna be it's gonna be heavy. And you might be a little disappointed with not having a a certain bulletproof ironclad
1: answer. But yeah, we'll we, do our best. We might create more questions today. That than is answers. Actually there's going to be a few <laughs> things that are going to
2: create some, some questions, yes.
1: That is the 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 reason that I think
0: people don't like to necessarily bring it up or talk about it or For volunteer sure. to talk about it is because it it feels like you can't give a fully satisfactory answer. Right. And with so many other things in the scriptures when it comes to apologetics or questions people have, you can just give a really solid, good yes. answer that they walk away right. going, I'm yes. satisfied with that. And this is one of those that it's like, even though you can answer it the best to, the best of your ability scripturally and yep. and philosophically and emotionally and all that, you just you kinda leave somebody
2: wanting a little yeah, bit. Right. Which is which is why atheists love this question. Like, no, I heard somebody call shoulders. it the Achilles heel yeah, of it's Christianity, Christianity. Yeah. Exactly. Is, this is, it's is the killer. Yeah. Yeah. This is the
1: Christianity killer. Are we just diving in with no banter? No, you're the one who did no, it. I was just kinda of thinking the
0: same thing. We can. I mean, there's people out there going, do it. You started <laughs> it. Yeah. I
1: don't know, I think so. people people tune in for the banter. Well I think it's a draw. <laughs> let's not I'm just out. saying. Let's not do a poll. All
0: right, let's go
2: let's go banter.
0: I got nothing to banter about. I'm ready to go on the topic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to banter about other than all that there's always I, stuff to banter about. yeah, I got nothing.
2: I got a crazy week coming that's about yeah. the extent of my banners, just like everybody's emerging from all over the country on our house this week, and yeah, we lots of company. It's gonna be crazy with companies, so yeah, we're kind of going nuts right now, yeah, trying to figure that out. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fine, but um uh, including Chris, which we're gonna have on here next week, so yeah, nice, nice. so yeah. World's just kind of a a, a whirlwind right now, but we'll yeah, get through it. I Know
1: the feeling, and yours has been too. Yeah, I had a crazy busy week at uh, work Bridges. last week and, and this week just lots of fires to put out. So hmm. I feel bad for you, Chad. Yeah, it's all it's all good. That stinks. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, is that it? Right, I'm I'm good. All right, what the heck? All right, <laughs> what is the problem of evil? For I mean, I think most people know, but like. For those who maybe don't, if you define it, what is what is this thing or this subject or this question—the the problem of evil? I guess the question
0: or the assumption is that if God exists and is good, then why is there evil in the world, and why does you know why is there human suffering yes. that takes place? And and it's the the idea is that it makes somehow God responsible or the author of evil, sure, if yeah. he, if it's allowed or if it if it's present. Yes, and that's kind of the big dilemma.
2: Yes, and I would say it's big. It's a big thing for like um, <clears throat> atheists, um, because it's an intellectual question or an intellectual problem. It seems for us, right? But then it's a problem for almost anybody. Even believers have this problem because it's also an emotional sure. problem, right? So you've got the intellectual side and you've got. <clears throat> The emotional side, it seems. Yeah. And the intellectual one is how can these two things be compatible? And the emotional one is when I'm actually experiencing and feeling it happen, there's no way that a good God would really let
1: something like this sure. me experience. A, there's something some assumptions like this. behind the question. Yeah. That people make. Yeah.
0: But I, I'm glad you said that because I think it's important that we don't just make this a philosophical or theological nope. yeah. argument. Th- this thing has has teeth. It has teeth. Um, it, it, it hurts people. It's you know yeah. there, there's people that have gone through things that are really um, hard to explain or hard to imagine. Yes, abuses and and things like that that or losses to yes. either themselves or people they love. Yes. A- and you can't you can't explain why God would allow it to happen. Yes,
2: um, and I mean I've been you know, Christian for for ish years, and when my prayers aren't I trust you there i disagree <laughs> like, <laughs> and, it, and it's usually um not just intellectually but it's emotionally it's sure. something that, yeah. that i'm going through or being put through that i'm feeling and uh, yeah and so and, and every everybody's gonna experience that if you're a human being you know so yep. I, I think it's both the chad
1: do you want to add to a definition of the problem of evil no i think you guys covered it and and again just that there's some assumptions behind that question that when when people ask it um you know an assumption is that i don't deserve this yes uh an assumption is uh you know wait are you know, getting uh, to the presuppositions right yeah whoa
2: whoa whoa, just a little bit okay, yeah, de- okay. Def- okay. definition. We'll, we'll come right. back to them okay yeah no no, do feel go feel
1: there it. just just worth out of the gate mentioning like there's just assumptions that people have when they ask a question like
2: that yeah yeah, yeah. for sure no, no doubt yeah for sure so yeah it, there uh how can a good God make us feel like this or do something like this? If he's good is kind of the problem of evil. Um, and because we can't reconcile that he would, he must not be, or doesn't deserve my worship or relationship if he does exist type of thing. Right. right? So that's, that's kind of the, the challenge
1: that we have. What are some of the, go ahead, Chad. Well, I think when people ask that question too, um, you know, they're not like, I cause evil in the world, right? Because I'm a sinner. I've caused evil in the world. And we just, we discount that. We're like we want to put it all on God and not take any ownership you know, of, of our own contribution to the problem. I,
0: I know. He <laughs> gave us the questions. We know these are coming. dude. <laughs> so I to hate to stop you. Dude, up, no, because, no, I, I no. want to let you run. <laughs> so, so to sum up, no, we'll,
2: we'll, we'll, <laughs> get, yeah, we'll get there. But. <laughs> what are some of the ways that Christians have tried to answer this? What are some of the ways that you've maybe tried to answer this in the past or you've heard other Christians try to answer this because there's some problems with some of the ways we've tried to answer this. Yeah, so. you,
0: you either you either limit man, mm. or you're, sorry, you either limit God or you exalt man. Mm. Right. Those are the two. Yeah. Uh, th- and then there's there's the, the right one, which is you accept it by faith, which <laughs> we'll, we'll get there too. We'll get there but too. But you either, you either limit God... Uh, he, he's not truly omnipotent. He doesn't really know. He's helpless, really, to do anything about it. He's yeah. helpless, yeah. And so you end up with theologies like open theism that was around for yes. a while, where like God is just, he's reacting to things. He, yes. he wants everything right. to be good
2: and he wants everything to work out.
0: But he really can't do much yeah. about it. And so, you know.
2: Or, or where the sovereignty of God matches the sovereignty of man. The sovereignty well, of saying. man matches the sovereignty yeah, you of God. exalting right? man yeah. is the next one. But yeah. the
0: problem, just first off, the, the problem with limiting God, you end up with a bigger problem oh, right? yeah. Th- yeah. than the problem of evil. Well, you, and you biblical up, ones. Well, yeah, yeah. well you, <laughs> yeah. You end up with a God who yeah. isn't worthy of worship. That's and right. really isn't, shouldn't necessarily, yeah. we shouldn't probably put our faith in no. in a God that is helpless to do anything about things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's scary because on yeah. the last day, what if he has a bad day that day? You know, right. I mean, we're, we're, I mean <laughs> are we on the right team at that point? Yeah. So that's a problem. But then, then the exaltation of man is, I think, the other, the other thing people try to do with this to fix it. Yes. Um, and to basically give man a lot more credit, um, than than you know, is is fair. I don't know if that makes sense or not. yeah. It no, yeah, totally but makes sense.
2: I think we'll get a little more into that. Um, but for sure, Chad, have you like come across any like weird? Like answers, or have you had any to try to answer this? And been like,
1: gosh, that doesn't work. You know, I, I, I've heard a lot, you know, like just growing up, right? Yeah. Growing up in the church, so that well, you know, like God allows things to happen, but doesn't cause you know bad things to happen, and kind yeah. of that line of, of thinking. And, but but it goes back to what you just said, Brent, is like it's a limiting of God, mm-hmm. um, you know, making him a, a reactive, you know, a God, and not not a sovereign. Yeah, God. and that that that's just that's the biggest thing I've heard throughout my life. For sure. Well, the, other,
0: the other one's the free will thing. Like mm-hmm. um, man, man, God has given us free will.
2: Or even the Satan thing. And Satan is so big.
0: Oh, yeah? That's another yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. But but yeah, God's given us his free will, and he's a gentleman. He won't impose on our free will, so he's left it up to yeah, us. Yeah, the gentleman and, argument for and, that, too. Yeah, and like John Frame basically said, nothing <clears throat> less than libertarian freedom will serve to absolve God from the charge of authoring sin. So that's the way that they view this. You've, you've got to make our freedom, this absolute thing that we have, which isn't biblical, it's not true. We don't have right. absolute freedom. No, we don't. Uh, we don't have a libertarian yeah. freedom. We, we have limits. Yes. And, and so, But that's what you have to do in order to make this a plausible solution, right. is yes. give man this ridiculous freedom yep. that doesn't really exist. Yep. Yeah. So
2: that doesn't solve the problem either. And we do it, know. of course, to get God off the hook, right. which actually that's, puts yeah. him on the hook for not being very godly. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, Satan
0: is the other one I didn't think about that one but like yeah he's created this
2: worthy adversary that there's this kind of for, yeah. you know it, it's, they're on the same level yeah. Yeah. and Satan has the upper hand yeah, on they, this They're and arm wrestling or something God, again is. God it, God couldn't do anything about it he, he kind of lost that bout but they're going to try to you know go at it again and God's going to try to fix it and, yep. you know it's just yeah, yeah. come on don't well, help God again you've got a limited God you know, so you either a, limited, a, a god. limited
0: god or a really powerful free will. The biggest one to me answer. is
2: is the limited god. I think that's why you both said it. Yep. I remember after nine eleven, seeing that preacher, um, you know, glued to our TV screens about the you know how this thing was unfolding. It was such a tragedy and such a major event. And I remember this one news team was inside a, a humongous church in Texas. And this guy was preaching to comfort people. People were mo- you know, going into churches in in droves, you know, after nine eleven. For comfort and hope and and I remember this guy saying, God, you know, um God God had nothing to do with this. In fact, he could not stop it. Yeah. Um and he was so emphatic, you know, and everyone's just like, Amen, you know yeah. what I mean? And it got, got <clears throat> off the hook and it couldn't be more unbiblical biblical, sorry, and wrong. Like just so bad. It made me cringe, man. I remember just cringing, Going.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. He's not he's not all knowing, he's not you know, He's not omniscient. He was yeah. surprised by it. Couldn't do anything about yeah. it. But then the other the other one I just thought of when you were talking about that yeah. is I heard other preachers basically saying, this is God's judgment on evil. Oh, for sure. And yeah. So, so, so that, now we that, know the mind of God as to motive. why these things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. But, but with that thing, then then every time something bad happens. Yes. So somebody's, you know, something bad happens to your child. Yes. And you say, well, that was sin and God yes. judged you for it. Yeah. And if that's true, then, I mean, why, why isn't my life just flooded with evil? Right. Right? So we're going to get into this too <laughs> when
1: <funny>. we... <laughs> Talk about job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I remember uh, a famous preacher one time preaching a sermon. I, I can't remember the, all the details of the story, but something about a I can't remember if it was a missionary or a missionary taking somebody off of the you know, out of a foreign country and bringing them back, and like the plane was under fire when it was on the runway, and a bullet mm. came through and I remember and yeah, struck yeah. and killed a woman, and, and like like he talks about like the sovereign bullet, you know, of God uh, trying to explain right. kind of this tragic thing that that you know God wasn't powerless yes. to stop something. In fact, you know, he, he knew that was going to, anyway, just, just yeah. the, like a tough pill to swallow. Well, this, this is, is where like
2: Job's buddies are going to get busted, right? Yeah. This is where they're going to get their comeuppance from God is that they <laughs> think they have the answers. They think they know the mind of God and they think that they know exactly what's going on and they just get ruined. Yeah. They get leveled. So, uh, when someone inquires about the problem of evil as it being a problem, right? As far as our beliefs, um, what presuppositions, if any, are they bringing to the table? Okay, Chad. Now, <laughs> <laughs> <Chad>. like you, <laughs> it does
1: require some presuppositions. It does. It does. And, and one of the biggest presuppositions when people ask that question is that I don't, I don't deserve what's happening to me or what's happened. This tragedy over here that's happening to someone else mm. that, that we don't deserve it. That we played no part in it. Yeah. And, and I think if we go, you know, all the way back to the beginning of our Bible, we see that like sin entered the world. Pretty quickly. Yeah, um, Creation rebelled against its creator pretty quickly, showing our propensity mm-hmm. um, for evil. And, and but for the devil's sin.
0: advocate would say, why did God create right mm-hmm. a man they or a woman that had that ability? Well, we're going right. to talk about this yeah. too. So, yeah.
2: Why did the tree they weren't supposed to eat from yeah. end up in the garden? So you can, still, right. you can still put that back on God, even though human sure. responsibility yep. yes, in the Bible
0: right. is a real thing, yeah. and and you know our choice to do what we do is a real yeah. thing. God holds us accountable for yeah. that.
2: Yeah, they're real but, good advocates for predestination when they're trying to <laughs> come at us with <laughs> <Right>. this, <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I say like, over the years, as we've you know counseled people, and you know we've just seen people who, who don't own you know their part in the evil that's happening yeah. in their life, you always want they always want to put it on somebody else, and it's For just sure. a thing. There's a good For
0: quote sure. by Sproul. You know. um, he says, "Why do good thing or why do bad things happen to good people?" And he says, that only happened once, and he volunteered. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Jesus is the only one who's actually good. Yep. The yeah. rest of us, there aren't good people. We're all, yeah. you know, according to the Bible, right? we've all blown it, and none yeah. of us are good. And if we've got what we deserved, um, you know, God is... That's the other presupposition that people have is that God is unjust, okay. uh, that, that sure. he's not just... You know, if he allows evil, that he's not yeah. just. And it's like, well, wait a second. What do you? What are you basing that on exactly? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's that we deserve something better, something more,
1: and that he's, you know, yeah. not holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I don't think that's true.
1: I mean, yeah. R- Romans one and two is a pretty scathing indictment of humanity, and it even goes as far as to say that as humans, we're inventors of evil. Yes. <laughs> we invent evil. Yes. Like there's a list of here's here's all these horrible things, and then like if that's not enough, we invent evil. Yeah. <laughs> on top of everything else. Yeah.
2: I think the. The bigger one, everything you guys said is is good. I think the the one maybe different one that um, that you hadn't mentioned that I was kind of considering a little bit was there's a presupposition that a good God allowing or performing what we would call bad things is incompatible, and I know this sounds a little mm-hmm. weird, but that is the presupposition is that these things can't coexist, coexist that they're right. completely incompatible. Sure, and we'll come back. To talking about that, because that, that's where I think we can run with our biblical narrative and our Bibles that they're not necessarily incompatible. It doesn't mean that they agree, but they're not necessarily incompatible, that they coexist, and right. that God uh, is both good and uses this at the same time for sure. good. believe well, right?
1: our definition of good right is, is skewed. <clears throat> oh, no that? doubt. God in his sovereignty, you know, sees things and knows things that we can't see and that we can't know. And, you know, an example I've thought of over the years is just like as parents, like sometimes you you let your kids fail at things to teach them. Yes. Not, Not that you wish, you know, have ill will towards your kids or that you want them to get hurt, but... You know, <clears throat> you might let them climb a little higher up on the jungle gym, you know, to learn a lesson so they don't do it again. Yes. Um, or even they, not allowing them
0: to go somewhere they want to go. and right. they, they think that you're being evil. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, I have your best interest at heart. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm protecting you. I'm looking out right. for you for yeah. sure. Exactly. There's also a, a presupposition that should be there that's not. Yeah. If you, ha- if you are concerned about evil... You're, you're, why? Fr- Yeah. You're, you're knowing that there is something good. So that there's a, a there's, there's a, a moral reality <laughs> yeah. that you're presupposing. Yeah. You're, they're not paying yeah. attention to the problem of yeah. good. It's like an atheist saying, well, there's, you know, yes. Since there's evil, that no, there, it's proof that there's, yeah. there's a good God. You're
2: saying this would be right and that would be wrong. And how do you know that? And why? Yeah. <laughs> like, why does it matter? You know? Yeah. So, um, you, you're absolutely right. So I want to go back now. We started to talk about origins and how far back you can, um, take God as being the one who initiated what we have in our world as far as evil? Um, Do we find scriptures in our Bibles? This is where it's going to get bad. We're available, by the way. Uh, You can call us at any time. We'd be happy to get coffee, get a meal with you. Are there any scriptures in our Bible that implicates God? Nope.
1: All right, next question. As a source
2: of of <laughs> trials, sufferings, or simply <laughs> negative things that happen in the world that we find in the world. I, I don't think they exist. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd like to use your Bible. <laughs> what ver, what version is that? Yeah, they've no, yeah, answered that. <laughs> I wrote down a couple.
1: Oh, you wrote down a couple.
2: <laughs> Chad, did you write down a couple?
1: I didn't write down anything, but I have some. Really, annoying. bro? You're yeah. just going to use ours. I'm a man in the
2: computer here. No, I get it. You've had a hard week, Chad. We're going we're gonna to give this to you.
1: You got Isaiah 45, 7
0: and Amos 3,
2: 6? No, okay. I do have Isaiah 45, 7. Uh, that
0: says, I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. Some some translations say create evil. I am the Lord who does all these
2: things. So that what's, would be one. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, are there are there different ways to interpret that? I mean, I'm sure some people would say, yeah. I think the translators choosing
0: the word calamity, um, they did that on purpose because the idea of evil. If you if you think that, so like I believe God's not the author of of evil. Yes. Or or, um, you know James talks about how you know nobody say God tempted me. God is uh, is incapable of doing that. The The Westminster Confession says you know basically God is not the author of sin. um,
2: Well, I think evil there is... like evil doesn't always have to mean. Um, well, moral evil. Something sinful. It yeah. can just mean something bad. There's
0: moral evil. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, there's physical, there's calamity. There's earthquakes, yeah. or yeah. things yep. like yep. that. But God, God creates these things. And, and there's all kinds of different examples throughout the Bible saying, I'm going to raise this person up to yep. be like a hammer to come in and do business for you guys. And I'm going to yep. do this. with. He, he does these things.
2: Yeah, he did it um, with his chosen people, Israel, over and over again, where he would raise other nations up and tell them, I'm going to bring up. The... And those people were wicked and evil yep. and cruel yep. and horrible. And he's like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, and it's like
0: Amos. <laughs> it's not a
2: good thing. Amos three six is a
0: is a one that specifies this: is a trumpet blown in a city, and the people are not afraid. Does it? Does it? Does disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it? Mm. And that's pretty specific because yeah. when you think of any time a disaster comes to a city, he's yep. saying, you know, yeah, that's me. Yeah, for <laughs> it's sure. Like wow, he just says it like that's the way it is. Yep,
2: exactly. Yeah, it's it's really hard to to argue. Um, with what's said and how it's said. I, of course, uh, pulled out Genesis 50 because we all love this story, right? We all like this one. Even this verse, this is is our refrigerator verse, right, for people. Uh, You meant it for good. This is, of course, after, you know, what happened with Joseph and the brothers and the whole thing unravels, and then there's clarity given, and then there's the statement, you meant it for good. Um, They meant it for evil. Or, I'm sorry, for for evil, but God meant it for um. Good. So, so you meant it. Let's let, first of all, what's it? You meant it for evil. Throw, throw, God meant it. <laughs> the, the, it so the, trying to kill their brother. It was so he bad. Everything that Joseph's he went life. through. Everything he went through was so bad. They did such bad things, and that's the it, right? That they meant for bad towards him. But then he goes and turns it around and says, God meant it. These bad things, these horrible things that happened to him for good. Yeah. Um, and that's it's, it's just an obvious one. Uh, Daniel four thirty four thirty five 35, his dominions. And by the way, this is Nebuchadnezzar saying this, which matters. Uh, his dominions and everlasting dominion, his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing. And he does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And no one can stay his hand or say to him, what have you done? Which is interesting considering the question that we're dealing with today with the problem of evil. That's really what you're doing when, when people are coming in and chastising someone else or a Christian or whatever, God, over the problem of evil. Is they're saying, what have you done? Right? right. And so that's why I find that, that verse extremely yeah. interesting. Lamentations 3, 37 through 38, Who has spoken and it came to pass, unless the Lord has commanded it, is it not from the mouth of the Most High that good and bad come? So that's even out of what we see men desiring and and doing his his determinate will Isaiah forty five seven yeah did you already say that yeah right, I make well being and create yeah yep, yep. yeah I don't need to say that one again so um, what does this all mean I mean there, there's actually more and someone someone I guess could look at us right now and go like you guys just brought up Old Testament scriptures and that was that was bad cop God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably I, I assume we'll go oh, there's into, some New Testament we'll talk about Acts well,
0: two and Acts four go ahead. Well, basically, you've got the story of, of, of what happened with Christ and the crucifixion where, where it, you know, acts. I haven't oh, remember. that's what you're talking about. Yeah. I oh, no no no, no, later. no, no, no. Yeah, Wait on that. There, yeah, that's right, what right, I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. Holding it off. Even yeah. when you get to yeah, Romans yeah, we're, 9 we're and get stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you've yeah.
2: got Paul talking about uh, Pharaoh <laughs> and um, Jacob and Esau, which doesn't necessarily mean what most people think it means, but it does mean that, like, there, there's preference going on. And so there's all these things that we would call bad that are clearly God's right to do. And rub us wrong. Sure. So things yeah. we would look at and go, that way I was bad. even
1: thinking about the plagues of Egypt. No uh, doubt. You know, God God doing a thing. For sure. And, and the Passover. I mean, yeah, God did a no, thing. No, he, he brought yeah. about
0: calamity. Yeah. And again, it was according to his own purpose and his own, you know, his own desire of, you know, we don't know what exactly God's doing all the time. For sure. So we have to, we have to go beyond that and start to look at his character and things right, like that, yes. which we'll talk more about, I'm sure. But yeah, um, but yeah there's no, qu- you can't, and I don't even think we need to try to get God off the hook. He, so he 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 can do these things.
2: Right. That's, that's the thing that I think bothers me the most when you start looking like these scriptures are here and these declarations are made all over the word of God by God about mm-hmm. himself. And so it's, it's weird to me that we're always trying to get him off the hook. We're always trying to go like, no, he really didn't say that, or he really didn't mean that. Sure, <laughs> That's really not who he is. And that's, I think, part of our problem when we're answering questions like this, is we just need to go ahead and tell the atheist or the one who's challenged with evil, yeah, God performs stuff that you don't like every day. And me too. Even even brings it yeah. about for his own purposes. Even brings and it still, about.
0: Still remains. That's the part that'll blow your mind. And you yep. don't get. He he can yeah, remain sinless. And, he can remain sinless, holy, and just. Yep. And and bring about these things to accomplish his purposes. Yeah. Yes. And somehow human responsibility is still a thing. But but at the end of the day, you, you recognize, if God can prevent, if He is all powerful and all knowing, He can prevent these things. but yes. He doesn't. Yep. I don't think we can ever noodle it through. That's a dilemma. Right. yeah. That, no, that's actually
1: the,
2: the the dilemma, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're, we're not going to solve that mystery entirely. So, yeah. Maybe not even a little bit.
2: <laughs> so why do we do this? I mean, why 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 do we try to go to bat for him and get him off the hook with things like this? Like, what what's our motive for doing <clears throat> I think
1: so? We're, we're uncomfortable with mystery. Okay. Like, we want to we have the answers, right? and that's part of it, and yeah. not all of it, but we're just uncomfortable with mystery. Yeah. And so we feel the need to try to explain things away rather than to take on faith, what yeah. we see in the Bible.
0: Well, you want, you want people to believe. You want people to trust God. Yes. And you, want them, they, you want them to You to, want to, them to, feel... to like God. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure.
1: <laughs> and
2: so you're, you're removing hurdles... Yeah. because it's not a question of someone liking God right and so but but that's what we're trying to do and so it's like we're trying to take any hurdle or obstacle out of the way that would cause them to yeah. not like God right but it's not a question of not liking God it's a question of this is either true or not he is either true or not well and, tra- and I either and, believe this and, or not tr- and trusting him and yeah you know faith which yeah. we're gonna we're gonna come back to uh,
0: there's just sure. there's this thing and I, I've just I realized it years ago but this idea that somehow like I think mankind we we evaluate God's actions and then we determine if they're good or bad. Like we have this like we well like we're the arbitrators of truth and and I got to this point where I just realized if they're God's actions they're good. Yes. And I settled into that. Right. Yes. And I just, if, if, if God performed this thing, then it's good because God did it. I know. But if you can do that, if you can get to that place, yes. it changes things. Yes. yes. And, and people would say, well, you're just being naive or whatever. Fine. Yep. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's changed my life. It's changed everything. Yeah. So I don't trip out every time something bad happens. Yeah. Yes. So and end, and this, kind of the other yeah.
1: side of the coin of what you're talking about is that we <clears throat> we project our own image on God and say, well, I would never oh, do doubt. this or allow this thing. Therefore, you know, yeah. a good God would not allow or do this thing. For sure. And, and you know, part of taking it on faith is that God is so much bigger than well, us. Well, yeah, we
0: don't know what he knows. Right. We yeah. don't see what he sees. We have no clue what's going on right. in and,
1: sure. That,
2: you know, the mind of God. But right. Anyway. Let's go back to this guy, Job. Yeah. Uh, so this question, like the problem of evil was in large part asked by Job in ways throughout the book while he's... After he's lost everything, <laughs> and we mean absolutely everything, um, and, and Job's friends attempt to answer this question, right? Um, but we finally get to about chapter thirty-eight of the book, um, and God opens his mouth and he enters the conversation. Who
0: is it that darkens my counsel? Yeah, I want to be like James Earl Jones. Right yeah. There, but I can't. So the basic question
2: through <laughs> through the book, through the first you know three quarters of the book, is like. Why do bad things happen to good people? Right. It, like that's kind of the subject, and then God's gonna answer it from chapter thirty-eight, basically through to the end. Yeah. Do you guys know what is how He answered it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of different things. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> He so, did. Yeah.
2: He he basically he didn't say it's none of your business, but he that's kind of the conclusion. What he starts doing is asking questions back, <clears throat> like, "Do you know how?" I, like, hung the sun in the universe. Were you there the day I did it? Were you there when I pinned the tail on the donkey? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Were were you there when I drew the lines? That's a a loose translation. Yes, uh, that's David's translation. (laughs) Were, Were you there when I drew the boundaries of the ocean and said, like, they can't come any farther? So he actually goes into all these God things that... No one can possibly know or understand, even if he explained it to him.
0: Well, he's saying, Job, you don't have yeah.
2: sufficient knowledge to make the claim you're
0: making. Right. You, you don't, you're out of your depth, Boom. Job. And, and if you did know what I know, you wouldn't be asking this question. Exactly. Yep. And, and whatever he says to Job at the end, it works, because Job's yes. like, okay. It humbled him. He yeah. put him in his place, and he realized, I, I understand now that yes. I, I'm, a, I'm And he was able to here. take yeah. his
2: hands off of it and just accept that God is God. Yeah. And that Job is Job. Yep. Yeah. And that's 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 really well, the best the 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 best narrative that we have to answer why does God a good God allow evil to exist is the same one that God gives to Job well, and his buddies. And I think
0: ultimately what God yeah. is asking Job is to trust in my wisdom. No, that, is, that is what he's Trust said. in my wisdom. Trust in my
2: character. Yep. Job, that's do totally that. What he's yeah. Um.
0: And and that's hard for us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Basically, you're incapable of handling the answer to this question, but trust me. Yeah. Sure. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm God. Like, trust me. And the good news is that he's given
0: us a lot of reasons to trust his wisdom and character. Absolutely. Yes. And I know we'll, get, we'll dive into that. But there's, yes. he hasn't left us without any evidence or any, mm-hmm. anything to grab hold of.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, we can sit and disagree with God as much as we want. But at the end of the day, like his ways, as high, <laughs> as, high as the heavens are above the earth, so are God's ways yeah. above ours. And either that's our comfort and that's what we find solace in or it's not right this is kind of right. the real thing is it it becomes a faith thing it becomes fully a trust
0: thing i like job 41:11 by the way it just god says who has first given to me that i should repay him whatever is under the whole heaven is mine that's right <laughs> yeah. it's like okay yeah you're right so, so let's <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay god yeah so we
2: we've, we've already answered this but let's go back to it for a minute does the bible ever try to sneak around and I'm, and again like uh, i'm just bringing this up because this is how his people try to Answer this question: Like, does the Bible ever try to sneak around or skirt the reality of bad things happening under a good God? Does it do that? <laughs> no. does, the, does the Bible yeah. do it,
0: or do we do it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Question. Yeah. So, <laughs> so
2: we already brought up some texts, but I'm even thinking, like, the Bible actually starts, like, it starts, and this is not a small, you know, this is a big deal. It starts with the problem of evil and evil existing. Right. Like, it, it doesn't. In any way, try to hide it or cover no. it up, or not the least. So, which, which, I think this matters because I think it shows us that, that that God is not ashamed of this thing, obviously, and that these things aren't incompatible. Like I talked about earlier, right. that that you can yeah. have a good God and a world that's broken with bad things in it, and um, God's still going to. To do this amazing thing out of it, right. regardless. So, like, it's not incompatible.
0: No, he's not concerned about it. He's not yeah. like concerned about his image and making sure that you know we all. Um, he, he just lays it out the way it is. That's why I think you see people today want to unhitch from the Old Testament and kind of distance themselves from some of these things that are a little bit more, really evident, and obvious. Yes. Um, because it does. It, it. You feel like you've got to get God
1: off the hook somehow. Yes. Yeah. And I don't see him no. even slightly concerned about that. Okay. Part. Let's let's take Thanks. this. Go ahead, Sean. At the end of the day, I mean, our <clears throat> the problem of evil should drive us to God, yeah. not cause us to question him. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. And so we, we look at these evil things and say, why? But rather than looking at evil things saying, we have a need for a good God. Yes. Right. Maybe I should trust him. Maybe we should, you know, the creator of the universe, maybe his ideas are better. Yes. Yeah. Right? He's, he's not yes. on trial here. We are. Right. <laughs> he's yes. he's right. good. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, but, but we flip the script. <laughs> we do. And, and we put him on trial yeah. rather than, you know, facing our own trial. So
2: let's. Let's take this a step further. And this is kind of mind blowing to consider. The world breaks. This redemption plan happens. God comes. (laughs) His son comes, right? Um, He restores the real problem of evil, which is inside of us, inside of mankind. And then he goes out and he campaigns with the campaign slogan, like, come and die like if you if you follow me mm-hmm. it will be the narrow road not the wide one if you follow me you will be persecuted arrested you will stand trial your family will hate you the world will hate you right like it, it's it's all bad things <laughs> yeah to come to the good the good one <clears throat> and follow him and i just thought this is bizarre <laughs> like not only does he not <laughs> like apologize for it or try to hide it this is actually like how he calls people sure. to himself, and this is what he promises them. <laughs> it's like all these th- So I don't know if you want to talk about that for a minute or if, if you've thought about that, but this is kind of bizarre. It, it is. It is, but it's also not the end of the come story. Come and have many
0: yeah. bad things happen to you yeah. by following yeah. me. But it's not the end of the story. I mean, it it's, it's not it's, the end there's, of the story. There's, there's, there's more to come. It's but, not the but, end but, of the story. But, yeah, you know, you're right. It's,
1: yeah. well, it's mean, a weird we, thing. We, we endure pain and suffering oftentimes as a means to an end. Yeah. Right? If, if, if we kind of know, you know, keep our eye on the prize, so to speak, you know, pe- people, people work jobs that they hate. Yes. So that they can retire comfortably. Yes. Like this may be a silly example, but, you know, we endure, you know, bad bosses and, and difficult jobs that are tough on our bodies so that, you know, there's this end goal in mind. Yes. Right? And, and our Christianity is no different. We have an eye on a prize that, that's unfading um, that, that we can't grasp hold of any other way. Yeah. And it's probably worth considering. You know, like there are a couple of kinds of suffering in the world. There's a suffering that comes just as a result of sin in the world that, you know, we have death and disease and you know, <clears throat> wars and, and those kinds of things. But for the Christian, we have a suffering that we sign up for, yes. that, that we, we intentionally bring into our lives um, because of something better at the end of the This race, is what's right? interesting to me. Yes right and, and we, we can avoid that suffering if we and we try hard to avoid that yes, kind we do. of suffering yes uh, in the way that we explain God or the way that that we, that we don't evangelize or, or whatever um, you know we try to avoid that kind of suffering but yes. but it is an intentional suffering that, that I'm going to say okay let this suffering come into my life for yes. the sake of Christ yes and I think what's interesting is that what we find in that concept
2: is that this is the means in which God God has chosen to perfect those who he's adopted sure. is through the suffering and the bad things. I think that's what I find most interesting. Yeah. It's, a, it's almost a, a complete contradiction. It's actually backwards. from. But, it,
0: but it's also what yeah. he uses to reveal how, how good he is. Sure. Oh, no, for sure. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's the part that I think when you think about the problem of evil and why it exists, yes. a lot of times we wouldn't understand the love of God the mercy of God, right. the long suffering of God, no doubt. You know, the full package glory of God yeah. if yes. we didn't if we didn't have the opposite of these things in place. Yes. Right. And so I don't know exactly why it exists. Yes. But I know that one of the biggest answers is it has to do with his glory being yes. revealed yeah.
1: and us us yeah. being able to worship him and see him for who he really is. Yes. Well god's grand plan involved him subjecting himself to the evil of the world in order to accomplish the plan. So <laughs> that, that's there, that's but, where we're yeah.
2: about about to go. And you're right. Like, I think there's a lot of factors that, that can be brought into this conversation with somebody that are helpful to consider, but none of them answer it fully. No. One of them being like, if, if the sun was out all the time, you wouldn't know what darkness is, and so you wouldn't yeah. have any, any value for the right. light, right? Right, it's, yeah. A lot of it's just knowing, like, the difference. between You know, if, if, if it was just good all the time and we were just came into existence into a perfect... Holy Kingdom for forever, would we care? <laughs> you well, know? even even
0: in persecuted countries now, because we don't want things to change in America, we want it to stay nice and comfy, yeah. uh, but you look at cr- Christians in North Korea and China and places where they're just receiving heavy persecution, and their their closeness to God and their faith in yes. God and, and yeah. their relationship to God is such a different on a different it's level than we what don't we've know no doubt. And we would say they're they're experiencing evil and we don't want nothing to do with that, yeah. and we want God to keep it from us, and and God is using that to draw them into this yeah. deep relationship of faith
1: with them. No doubt. That we all want. Yes. We just don't want the, yeah. the you know,
0: the crummy stuff that gets you there.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah. But it, <clears throat> Going back to presuppositions, if your presupposition is, you know, why would God do this, then, then you look at suffering and you look at evil and you look at persecution as, as, as a bad thing. But if your presupposition is that God is good, <clears throat> it just changes your perspective when these difficulties come. So out. this is the right. difference in yeah.
2: Jesus' campaign slogan, come and die, yeah. like basically bad thing, like is, is that people who have a faith in Christ and have seen God as good are then not going to see it as right. bad. They're <clears throat> going to see right. it right. as, bad as are doable, necessary. Yeah, like God's more than all of it. Yeah. And it does. It shifts then what that thing actually becomes right. to you. Yeah, for right. sure. So, so uh, getting toward the end here. So is God just a cosmic tyrant who's cold and indifferent toward mankind? Or has he actually himself shown... Sympathy, care, and concern towards mankind's suffering, and if so, how? Yes, Chad, now.
1: <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I keep jumping ahead No, here. no it's, it's good, bro.
2: It, no. it's, all, it's all fine.
1: No, I mean, I mean we see ultimately uh, you know, in Christ that, that God cares <clears throat> because he sent his one and only mm-hmm. son. Uh, on a rescue mission for all of us who are, you know, trapped by evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent Christ, and, and, and Jesus came to his own, and his own revolted against him and ultimately killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and if that's the end of the story, then <clears throat> the Bible is just a tragic story of a bad thing that happened to a good man. Yeah, wow. but, but that's not the end of the story that Jesus conquered death. Sure. um, subjected himself to suffering for a purpose so that he could redeem, you know, our evil, mm-hmm. um, and that's what makes the gospel such a beautiful, uh, beautiful story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, this is the, the, the difference maker in all of this discussion is that yeah. God didn't put this evil on all of us and exempt himself from it, right? Yes. Distance himself from it, no, he came right in the midst of it and suffered right alongside
2: of us. Yeah, the greatest evil that's ever occurred, he took
0: upon himself. We can't even
2: conceive of right. of the amount of bad things he experienced and Absolutely. took upon himself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that he
0: was willing to do that, to me, answers the problem of evil, for me, satisfactorily. It's like yeah. he, he fixed it. It he changes came, everything. Yeah, he, he, allowed, he allowed all that evil yes. to come upon him yeah. in order to fix the problem of evil that exists yes. in the world, to his own glory. For yeah. sure. Um, and, and to me, it's, yes. I don't know. I,
2: yeah. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> if he, if he, yeah. Go ahead. If he himself did not come and do what he did, we would have cause for a cosmic tyrant. Like we we absolutely would be able to look, we would look at this whole thing different. But because this is uh, central in the entire narrative of the story of God and what's going on, central, that he stepped into that which he created and made himself nothing and suffered more than anybody for the sake of everybody. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. That changes everything
1: about our accusations yeah. against God. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't it hasn't removed evil from the world today, right? But kind of eye on the prize again. Like we're looking forward to when the day comes. Um, you know, when suffering is no more, and pain is no more, and death and tears are no more. Because evil will be no more. Yeah, yeah,
0: I take comfort in that. And, and you look at the way creation—you know—the way things started. You had everything very good. Yes. no evil, yes. no suffering. That's the way God designed it. That was His perfect will. Yes. And you look at the end of the story, the other bookend, yeah, and yeah. you see the same thing. And you go, okay, wait a second. This is His perfect will. What what happened in between times? Even though, yes, theoretically, He could have prevented it. Yes, um, it, it was all part of His plan of yep. redemption, part of His making His glory yeah. known. Whatever it is, but yes. you know, His perfect will is clear and and i don't know again this this idea that god could have stopped it and didn't and all that i don't know how eternity's going to work out but we're not going to do it there no, and, and right. i don't know how that's going to work this whole idea of free will and stuff people right. don't, you know want to make sure that that's in the mix and it's you like want to make sure they're free agents so, something's going to keep something's <laughs> That's gonna, our most precious commodity is <laughs> yeah. our free agency. Something's going to keep us from sending in eternity uh, the whole time yeah. we're yeah. there. And I don't care if it's. And we're not going to be. I don't care if I lose my free will. No,
2: I'm all for it. Whatever it takes to make that happen, sign me up for that. Exactly. (laughs) I like it. So, one of the comforts is not just, and I think you just alluded to it, not just that God came um, into the suffering, into the bad things, right? But when it happened. Because I think a lot of times we can look at the story like God created these things and everything was perfect and then. Uh, man with the help of Satan screwed it up and broke it, and then he had to figure out what to do. And so, oh, I know, I'll send my son. And um, but we actually see, like in First Peter one twenty, <laughs> that that Jesus was foreknown, which simply means foreordained yep. before the foundation of the world, eternity past. Um, but was made manifest in the last times for our sake, yeah. right? Um, and he was foreordained for what? Well, the previous verse tells us to basically to uh, 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 to ransom us with his blood. Yep. So this was something that was agreed upon before he even laid any foundations of creation, right? right? This is something within the Trinity. God
1: in Genesis 3 wasn't reacting to God would. Of sin. So we right. could almost
2: say God decided to step into suffering first, like God decided to yeah. suffer first. You could almost go there, and I know that sounds yep. kind of funky, but that's kind of a crazy thing to think about. Like yep. That it was really like me first, yep. even though it was manifested in the fullness of time. So, yep. Well,
0: and, it, and it, again, it means that he's in complete control. Uh, totally. Because if he's not in complete control, we've got a bigger problem. Totally. Exactly. And, and so the fact that he's in complete control, yeah, we have to struggle with some of the things that go on. Even when you look at what happened to Jesus, that's the greatest evil that's ever been perpetrated in all of human history. Yep. And yet God said, you did what you wanted, but it was part of my plan the whole time. Yep. Right. I don't know how God does that but he does. Yep. Yeah. And those were the verses in Acts I was referring to. But he, you know, he basically says, For these sure. guys came and did what they wanted to do. Yes. They, they killed Christ, um, and they did exactly what I wanted them to do. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know how that works, but praise no. God it works. So yeah. you,
2: are, you already talked about this. Where are a couple of the great comforts that we can take away from our scriptures concerning the problem of evil. Like just, I mean, we just talked about so
0: You something. jumped to the last question, so yeah. I thought we'd skip that. So. No, I, no, well, I have one more question after this. Oh, but. I, I wrote him down wrong. This. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our cover is what you just said, Brian. Like, like God's in control, and he's bigger than all of this, and he's sovereign over all of this. And even though we can't figure it out, mm-hmm. um, you know, to know that, that our dad is in control. Yes. Um, I mean, what, what greater comfort is there? Yes
0: for me the cross is it you know totally, I mean, when yeah. when, I, when i think about what what god went through at the cross what he was willing to do for his creation tells me that he loves us tells us that he's just tells us that he's you know i mean grace, gracious merciful yeah. all these things that, that that we question in regards to the problem of evil he answers for us at the cross and what he went and did there yes. for us yeah um yeah that with
2: the cross and the life the life and the death of yeah. christ without a doubt um let us know that God can sympathize with us. Like he's not, sure. the, he's not this person who doesn't understand what we're dealing with in a world of he cares. brokenness. Right. He cares, and he's, he's experienced it. He's identified with us, I think Hebrew says, like in every point, like the person of Christ. And he solved it. Yeah. And he solved it. And the he, resurrection yes. proves it. He I solved
1: mean, it. I mean, if he didn't walk out of the grave, then yeah. he didn't solve anything. Yes. But because he conquered death. And we yes. take the resurrection on faith, that like he's he's got it handled. Yep, yep.
2: In a nutshell, Chad, somebody asked you about the problem of evil. What's your answer? Like
1: if I you think... if you had to give them your best, <laughs> I don't know that there's a short answer other than like trust God. Yeah, I mean, no, that's right? my but, faith would yeah. be my short answer. Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah, um, and, and when I think about who He is and what He's displayed for us, what can be known about Him? So, so there is mystery involved in what can't yeah, be known. There's no but, God. but there is there's no mystery in what can be known. Right. And and that's that's like again, the, the true north on my compass that, that directs me where I need to go is the cross and yes. what what Christ went through for me there. Yes. Um, and, and what's what's ahead of me? Yes. Because of it, you know, the problem of evil is solved. Um, justice will be served. Yep. Yep. At some point. So for those people who are going, But but you know, I went through this horrendous thing. Someday that's all gonna get squared away. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and so I just trust in his character. And I trust in his goodness and his wisdom. Exactly.
2: So so yeah. you're you're actually trusting in things that we can clearly see yeah. in scripture that he has clearly revealed to us about himself in scripture rather than things that He's chosen not to give us the answers to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and I think that that's where I would come down. That's where it is faith. Yeah. Is that I'm gonna go ahead and I, I do believe fully that he is like this, because my Bible clearly declares that he is. Um, where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hinge everything or put, you know, all my eggs in yeah. the basket of that which is a mystery. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we take the mystery. And Job of faith did that ultimately well. at the end. Job ultimately believed what he knew about God rather than what he didn't. And, right? and the other the way, part yeah. that could
0: be known clearly is is my sinfulness, my depravity, what I truly deserve. Yes. Um, when I focus on that and think that through yes. and then think about what God's given me, that's the other thing that just, again, answers it for me. For sure. Um, I, I deserve to be crushed, you know, by yeah. a holy God yes. because of my rebellion and sin. Yes. And he's given me life yeah. in his son. That's, you know... Yeah. That's the other part I can focus on. Right, for sure. You know, it's not why to, you know, why why did it, something good happen to me is, right. is the thing that should blow my mind. Yeah, yeah. why yeah, do good literally. things happen to bad people?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right seriously. That maybe maybe that's yeah. the real no, question. That's that's the really question. Is the, that really <laughs> is the real <laughs> question. When you
0: understand the holiness of God and the sinfulness of man, that should be the question that blows our mind. Yeah. Not the other Agreed.
2: One. No, I've said this before. Like yeah. I, I there's some miserable people that walk this earth, right? Yeah. I mean I'm quantifying right now. Right. We're all we're all sinners, but like there's some gnarly people. The way they think, the way they live, what they do to others—that um, they get to—that they get to breathe every day and enjoy a cup of coffee in the morning and laugh, right? and <laughs> sun, do something fun and go on vacation. It's—it's <laughs> like insane. That's yeah. the weird part to me. Yeah, knowing that God sees it all and knows it all. Yeah, um, but there's a day of reckoning. No, no, no. There's a day. There's a day. And, where uh, it's so, so, so,
0: so, so, for those who have not bowed before Christ, yes, and acknowledged Him as Lord, yes. Um, they'll they'll get their due. Yes. And and for those who have we'll get, you know, we'll get something that we don't yes. deserve yep. at all.
2: So you just brought you just brought us to one example of how a good God using bad things is not incompatible but compatible. Yeah. Judgment. Yeah. yeah. We would all agree that when justice happens, that's good. But really what you have is you have a good God dispensing sure. Like horrific um, penalties, <laughs> on, right on people. Yeah. yeah, and it's good. They're not incompatible. It's actually extremely as much as I don't there. understand
0: the concept of hell being a, a the, you know yes a, um, something that will glorify God for eternity. Um, the scriptures tell us it will. So I don't understand that. I don't either. but yeah. I will then. Yeah. Right. But it's compatible so, and it's right. So for now, I trust.
2: Yes, there you go. Yeah. So, Hebrews 1, 1, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. If you don't have this, it doesn't matter how anyone answers this question for you. Right. You will have a problem with God. Yeah. Because what you already said, Hebrews eleven six. without faith, it is impossible to please God. So... Um, now this is that's absolutely
0: this is absolutely something you have to accept it's, by it's faith. It's a faith yeah. thing. But I, again, he's given me every reason to trust in his goodness. Well, He's given you wisdom right. and his character. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you've <laughs> given yourself faith. Whoa, whoa. We're going to yeah. talk about we'll this talk about next faith, the gift week. of yeah. God, or is it something
2: too, that I come we're up? We're going to talk with. about this next. Week. That's a great segue into the next we, podcast. All right. Are we done? Yeah. Was that satisfactory or dumb or what? Are we good? I mean, we didn't we answer anything. We didn't answer.
0: In fairness, <laughs> we said we wouldn't. We did. That is true. Yeah, we accomplished. We left the bar low. Yeah, <laughs> right,
2: good. All right, one of you pray,
0: <laughs> Father. Thank you so much for um, topics like this that are that are um, hard to understand, hard to explain, but ultimately point us to to an amazing God mm. um, who who basically. Uh, prove to us his love, his, his wisdom, his justice at the cross. So th- thank you so much for the way that you've displayed this for us clearly. Um, there, there's a lot of things that um, we can focus on, but Lord, to focus on that, that seems to be the loudest that you've spoken. Mm-hmm. And so may that be what we hear clearly, and may it be our hope. And if there's anybody that's struggling out there today that um, um, has gone through things that are, are difficult, even conversations that we have as pastors, help us to know how to answer these things well and help them to settle in their heart and to be able to trust you. Um, because you are trustworthy, Lord, and you are good. And we acknowledge that today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: We'll see See you next week.